This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, what's good? Welcome back to another edition of the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. My name is Blair Angulo. A quick reminder for our new listeners, we are starting a, a, a new schedule, a Tuesday and Thursday drop release based on uh, our own travel schedule during this uh, very busy offseason where we're at camps and things like that. So we're pushing things back to a Tuesday and Thursday. we got a loaded episode for you today. It is NFL Draft Week. And obviously, a lot of the attention is at the professional level, but no one does it better when we start off with some of the recruitments and and you get to familiarize yourself with some of those future NFL draft stars here at 24-7 Sports on this podcast, on the website. We break down all the names and players that you need to familiarize yourself with as they begin their journey. We've got Gabe Brooks on the line to discuss a few of those players that we could be talking about in a few years. Gabe, how are we doing? I'm good. How about you? Not too bad, man. How how do you approach NFL Draft Week? Because at, at times... I will say it gets a bit contentious on on Twitter with the, you know, with the, oh, he was a three star and then a guy gets drafted, right? And it's kind of an attack, uh, maybe a not, a not a personal attack, but it's certainly a little bit of a, an attack on, on the industry. I just had this discussion with somebody, a couple people at a camp yesterday in Houston. And my main point is that three star guys are really good players. The, the idea that there's disrespect because you're a three I just don't agree with it. And I think that three-star guys are, I mean, if you consider the grand scheme of high school football players over the totality of the country, guys who get graded with three-star grades, especially the higher end of those, that's pretty dang rare in the grand scheme. So, you know, when they say, oh, he was only a three-star, like I, I get it from, you know, kind of the outside looking in, I guess you could say, but there's no shame in being a three-star, especially a higher-end one. I mean, we we talk about it all the time in evaluations and scouting and rankings discussions. There are certain three-star guys that, you know, each of us know in our respective regions or, or even we come across in, in other parts of the country who we, uh, we think uh, have NFL upside. And from a mathematical standpoint, there are way more three-stars than there are fours and fives. So... You know, there's going to be a lot of threes drafted, and that's, you know, more power to them. I mean, they're three-star players are really good players. Yeah, the percentage obviously goes up with the number of three stars in every class. And and there's a there's an explanation. You could find it over at 24-7 Sports. Every five stars is essentially a player that we believe has first-round NFL draft potential. The four stars are guys that have high NFL draft potential. And then the three stars, there's different layers of that, high three-star, mid-three-star, low three-star. And those all kind of depend on power conference contributor or all conference types, you know, the 
those those four year, five year players that are really, really good at the college level. So no shame in being a three star. And and uh, let's hope the attacks on the in- industry are a little low this week on NFL Draft Week. Let's talk about a guy who will get a lot of NFL draft buzz. At least that's the uh, projection at this point. That would be Quinn Ewers. He's a five star quarterback from the state of Texas, the number one overall prospect in the 2022 class, committed to Ohio State, and recently. Gabe, you were there. He put on a show at the Elite 11 Regional in Dallas. The thing about him in in this controlled setting was that he has a a thing about his velocity, uh, the zip he puts on the ball, that you're you're a baseball guy. You know what late life on a pitch means. He's got not in the sense of movement. like It's got some hair. Yeah, exactly. He's got the second half of the throw, it's almost as if it, it never stops accelerating. The deceleration you see on the, the second, on the back end of the throw from most quarterbacks, you just can't really tell from the naked eye with Quinn Ewers. It's, it's, he's got late juice on his throws. And that was very evident at the Elite 11 Dallas uh, Regional, something he, that's particularly entertaining is watching him go through these rollout drills and he's throwing from a different arm angle every time he releases the ball. Is it almost as if he's, uh, you know, practicing for these off schedule, off platform throws he's going to make in game situations, kind of challenging himself in the camp environment. Everything uh, looks easy. He has this thing about him that everything is smooth and effortless and you can watch him in games and in these really high leverage situations uh, in these huge playoff games, you know, like against Duncanville in the state semifinals or Austin Westlake in the state championship, there can just be total chaos going on around him. And it's like he is treating it as if it's a practice rep as far as his demeanor and how calm and poised he is. So he's one of those guys that it's this stuff seems to come easy to him. And that's, that's what he made it look like, uh, you know, against a pretty loaded field of quarterbacks. And I don't think there's any reason to think that, you know, everything he's done so far has backed up the, the number one spot he got, you know, sometime last year, I guess. Quinn Ewers, 6'3", 206, uh, a pro-style categorization, but he's got some dual-threat capabilities as well to be able to extend plays and move the pocket and slide around and evade the rush. I I think the total package even has a mullet going. Does he still have the mullet, Gabe? He, he does. Mean, he has the mullet. Because with, with the name, image, and likeness stuff, I mean, that's a very smart move for Quinn Ewers yeah. to keep that mullet and establish that brand. He's got the mullet and he's got it bleached. You know, that's... South Lake Carroll, they have for a long time, a lot of their guys in the playoffs, they bleach their hair. And he apparently has stuck with the bleach even after the season ended. And he's got the he's got the bleached mullet going and, you know, he's out there slinging it around. He's got the wind blowing through the mullet. It's uh, quite a scene. Quinn Ewers might have some hair on that fastball, but would never be able to play over the New York Yankees, unfortunately, with that hairdo. <laughs> yeah. um, is there anything... When you think about his future, right, at Ohio State, and obviously Texas fans are probably listening to this as well because the Longhorns made a, a push for him there. They obviously have a na- another quarterback committed already in Malik Murphy, but there's, there's always going to be that conversation about the local kid potentially staying at Texas. Uh, it sounds like he's pretty locked in with the Buckeyes, but is there anything with him as a prospect or any any maybe aspect of his game that you would like to see him take a, another step in? You know, like... <laughs> 
it's a, yeah, it's a difficult one, right? Because yeah, at, the quarterback, at the quarterback spot specifically, there's a lot of boxes that we like checked, right? The, the in, in-person eval, he's he's checked that box. The the tape, he's checked that box. The, the His ability to extend plays and the arm talent and, and kind of that fire that he plays for. He's got the charisma. He's got so many things that you look for in an elite prospect. Uh, and I'm just curious if there's anything else that he needs to prove. You know, I, th- I think if you want to nitpick, there maybe occasionally you can say something about release quickness or maybe he drops it down a little too much every now and then on his release point. But like, again, that's I think that's nitpicking. You know, I don't pretend to be like a quarterback guru, but saying that as a preface, I don't get hung up a ton in all the, you know, the mechanic stuff. Like if you're watching a guy dominate really good competition in game environments, then you know, I can kind of overlook some maybe a wonky delivery every now and then or something. It's not to say that he has that at all. But, you know, for me, I just go back to how easy he makes it look. He's got all the physical tools. Something that he's really good about is protecting his body as a runner. He never takes an unnecessary shot. If he's going to take a shot, it's when he's standing and delivering in the pocket, knowing that he has to get this off and, and that pressure's coming and there's not anything he's, you know, he can really do other than hang in there and survive it. You know, he will take some risks, but that's also kind of what makes, uh, you know, one of the things that makes him really dangerous. Uh, you know, I've seen some other quarterbacks in Texas the past several years that, uh, you know, were the same type of gunslinger, risk-taking playmakers like Patrick Mahomes and Kyler Murray and Spencer Sanders. You know, there's there's a long list of these guys who, uh, who are, you know, dominant high school players who have gone on to produce uh, beyond high school who – who are all kind of, you know, they're kind of gamblers every now and then, but they, they have the tools and they know what to do to, to, to minimize the risk uh, most of the time in those situations. Quinn Ewers, the number one prospect in the 2022 class, committed to Ohio State, five-star quarterback. We will continue to discuss him for at least a couple more years and obviously heading into to college. You are listening to the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. We're going to be back with more from Gray Brooks. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I want to talk to you about the CBS Sports mobile app. As you know, it's my go-to for live scores and breaking news, but it's the NFL Draft Week, and I wanted to let you in on a little football fan hack here. If you don't have the app, you can download it at your mobile app store. The CBS Sports app is always totally free. Once you have the app or if you have the app already, make sure your NFL team news and draft alerts are turned on via the settings screen. It takes about five seconds, but you'll not only get updates on each pick your team makes, but also when the pick is in, the breaking news if your team makes a big trade, and lightning fast analysis like draft grades and player comps on each of your team's draft picks. The CBS Sports app is the best way to never miss an NFL draft moment. So if you haven't, fire open the CBS Sports mobile app and get your mobile war room ready ahead of the action this Thursday. 
Gabe Brooks, your war room on Thursday for the first round and obviously the following rounds of the NFL draft. What, what does an NFL draft day look like for you, Gabe? Pre-pandemic, I might, if I didn't have any work duties, I might get with my brother and go to a local watering hole and watch the draft. But, you know, often there's work duties involved, uh, understandably, and that'll probably be the case this week. So I may, what I'll do is I'll probably just have him come over and hang out with me and my fiance, and I'm sure she'll be thrilled that we'll be taking over TV in the living room for draft stuff, but she's probably used to it by now. So I've got to go through some of my old little league gear and put on my chest protector, my face mask, uh, maybe the, the shin guards, because there's a, a former three-star quarterback from the state of Utah who might might may or may not be going pretty high in the draft. So yeah, I'm gonna have to brace myself for that one on on Twitter and, and social media platforms. Let's discuss another player. We already talked about Quinn Ewers, the number one prospect in the 22 class. Let's talk about another five star currently who who is a top 30 prospect right now nationally recently committed to LSU a couple days ago that would be Jacoby Matthews out of the state of Louisiana about 6'2 205 a the number two rated safety in the country according to the 24-7 sports composite and the Tigers get a very versatile defender Gabe I got to see him at the battle seven on seven tournament in Phoenix uh, as part of a bootleggers team a seven on seven club squad from the state of Louisiana who was loaded with with top-end defensive talent, you know, guys with with big frames, length, uh, physicality, the the quickness and the alertness, guys that you would probably look on on if they were playing basketball and you're like, oh, all those guys get in passing lanes. All those guys are going to be deflecting passes. That That's kind of what it seemed like. Jacoby Matthews was at that center of that really good defense that I saw in, in Phoenix. And for one, I think he's a terrific safety. But if I'm thinking NFL potential, I might be looking at a future outside linebacker, uh, a guy that can get after the quarterback, even with his fluidity. I mean, I think his potential is immense. Yeah. And this is something that we've talked about, you know, and, and some of our rankings meetings is there's a lot of variation and kind of fluidity in the scouting process at linebacker and safety right now. And Matthews is a good example of that, you know, to to kind of paraphrase what I wrote for Go 24-7 when he committed to LSU was, uh, can he play safety full-time? Probably. Can he play off-ball linebacker full-time? Probably. Will they be able to move him around at LSU as they see fit? Definitely. And he's somebody who fits the fits the modern game uh, in the sense that he's big-framed and he has a ton of experience you know, on offense and in the secondary. And, that, you know, that's another thing. Two-way two way participation is, is uh, seems to be an increasingly telling trend for, for draftees at linebacker and safety. I, I'm kind of with you. I, I think that in the long term, he's going to wind up, you know, if, if you want to put a label on him, he's going to be off-ball linebacker playing in space. But, you know, they're going to be able to do all kinds of stuff with him from a personnel standpoint. I mean, he's even, you know, he's even shown that he can line up against uh, high school receivers at corner and, and be a playmaker there. I was talking to Andrew Ivins, our Southeast region analyst, who's also seen him in person like you have. And his comparison was Ronnie Harrison, you know, who's like a 6'3", 210, 215, big body safety that played at Alabama and now plays for the Browns. Jeremy Chin is another one who comes to mind. The Carolina Panthers, you know, really big. I think 6'3", 220-ish guy. But if you're looking for linebackers that are kind of of this mold, look no further than LSU's 
Patrick Queen, you know, now for the playing for the Ravens. He was a, a two-way star in high school and developed into a top tier, you know, uh, traditional off-ball athletic linebacker type of player. Uh, Jerome Baker, who played at Ohio State, now plays for the Dolphins, is another two-way guy. He didn't play safety, but he played a lot of dropping into coverage and in space duties as a linebacker in addition to playing running back in high school. So these are the, you know, all these guys are in that like six feet to six, three window. And I know that's a, a pretty good size window, but they're all six feet, six, three, 210 to 230. They all have, you know, varied backgrounds uh, as far as on the field positionally. And that's kind of, you know, I, I think that's kind of how we see Matthews projecting. Yeah, Jacoby Matthews, number 30 overall nationally in the composite, number two among safeties. And obviously, we're expecting big things out of him in the SEC as he suits up for LSU beginning in the fall of 2022. Gabe, before we let you go, another player that is getting a lot of buzz this spring, and he's already signed and delivered. He's a 2021 class member, signed with Cal. That would be Jay Michael Sturdivant, a former four-star wide receiver, about 6'3", 6'3 185 out of the state of Texas, actually a top 150 prospect nationally in the composite. So pretty highly regarded, but that might be too low based on some of the stuff he's been putting together this spring. Yeah. So J. Michael Sturdivant really, you know, burst onto the scene as Garrett Nussmeyer's top target at Flower Mound Marcus, Nussmeyer being the LSU quarterback signee. But Sturdivant, you know, he has been assembling quite a, a track and field resume this season uh this spring and it was something that you know we knew from his uh I believe his sophomore year in 2019 that he had some potential you know because he long jumped 20 feet he had a a 22-3 in the 200 he had 11-2-7 in the in the 100 uh for a sophomore those are some pretty solid some very solid numbers but then his junior year got wiped out because of the pandemic shutting down you know spring track and this year he has ripped off you know approaching double digit sub 1100 meter times same goes for sub 22 200 meter times this past weekend at the you know the texas 6a region one championships he won gold in the 100 with a 1049 which is scorching. He won gold in the 200. His two times in the prelims and in the finals, there were 20.99 and 2105. And he won gold in the long jump with 23 feet, two and three quarters inches. So you're going to be hard pressed to find many guys, football or not, who are going to go to a Texas 6A regional and win the 100 the 200 and the long jump i mean that is that is quite a feat this is this is a track state and people really do keep up with track uh, track and field here and you know a guy doing this is has definitely grabbed people's attention around here especially in dfw yeah, the Golden Bears getting a player that could potentially outplay his ranking and make us look foolish once again. Gabe, I really hope you find that watering hole. I have a feeling it's going to be right here on my on my couch with my laptop <laughs> in front of me, but hey, that's that's fine with me. All right, that is Gabe Brooks. You can follow him on Twitter at Gabriel D. Brooks. Please don't send him any NFL draft hate later this week. Thanks, man. I appreciate it.
All right. So that was our little preview of the NFL draft, obviously looking ahead a few years and kind of dissecting some of the, the big names that are making some waves in the recruiting world now. For more on them and many other things, we had a couple of events this past weekend, the Pylon 7-on-7 tournament in Nevada. Brandon Huffman, Greg Biggins, and myself were there. Uh, I know there was the Elite 11 in the Northeast. So for all the recruiting news and scoop from those events, make sure you stay locked in at 247sports.com. That'll do it for us. Thank you so much for listening listening to the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.